video series on moving ourselves towards Christ-like maturity. Hello friends and family. My name is Donovan Beyer. I'm a pastor in Edmonton, Alberta at a church called McKernan Baptist Church. And it is my absolute honor and pleasure to host this podcast, The Advance, moving ourselves towards Christ-like maturity. Uh, so this is the first podcast that I'm going to be doing and hopefully a series that goes on for quite some time. Um, so before I do that, I just want to let introduce myself a little bit, let you know who I am and uh, kind of why, why I'm excited about this podcast and what it could become. Um, so like I said, I'm a pastor. I work primarily with uh, college and career students, university students at the University of Alberta primarily. Um, and I also get to serve as a worship pastor at my church. And so I really love... The church. I really love God's people and the passion of my life, the, uh, the focus of my life is on discipleship, is on seeing people grow into knowing who Christ is, uh, seeing people grow into trusting who he says they are and allowing that to shape and inform how they live their lives. And so as I, uh, yeah, as I was thinking about ways to come alongside people in their journey, ways to uh, share what God's been laying on my heart, I thought, what better than doing a podcast and doing a bit of a, a live video stream through Instagram and Facebook, um, just so that I can be sharing not only what I've been learning, but also God's blessed me with a lot of really amazing friends. And uh, and I've already been talking to some of them, and they're looking forward to joining us uh, as uh, guests on podcasts in the future. And so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this podcast. So that's a bit about me professionally, but that's not the most important part of my life. Um, my, uh, I am also a husband. I have two children. Kirsten is my wife. My kids are Daniel and Ava. They're, uh, Ava is two and a half and Daniel is um, almost five months now. So it's a little chaotic in our house at times. But um, I love being a dad. I love being a husband. My family is so important to me. And um, I'm sure over the, uh, the course of time, those of you who follow this podcast will <laughs> get to know them quite well, hopefully, and uh, get to see the impact that they're making on my life. And hopefully they'll make an impact on yours too. Um, so yeah, we are truly in an unprecedented time. <laughs> uh, right now, I don't know when you're watching this, but uh, today is Friday, April 3rd. We are three weeks from when uh, the whole COVID-19 crisis really hit North America in a public um, kind of disruptive way. I remember three weeks ago, I was watching the Oilers game and during the first intermission, the news came on that the NBA had chosen to cancel their season. And they spent the entire first intermission talking about that and the implications of that. And then they spent the whole second intermission saying, well, when is the NHL going to cancel? Needless to say, the next day, the NHL had canceled their season. And um, this thing that we've been hearing about on the news and kind of seeing out there in other parts of the world was now right here at home. And I remember that, um, that I don't think it was that Sunday, everything kind of is a blur, I'm sure, like for most of us at this point. But um, I know by the next Sunday, we were, our church was no longer running live services um, where people could actually gather. We still ran a live stream and we sent it out to people's living rooms, but uh, we no longer had a gathering. And um, I don't know about you, but the last few weeks, I felt like a lot of, um, there's been a lot of reacting to the news and to different things going on. Um, but one of the things that I felt like God was inviting me into, and he may be inviting some of you into as well, is rather than being reactive, how can we be proactive and ask him, God, what might you be inviting me into and how 
Yeah, and how might I um, live that out? Even with all of the restrictions, even with all of the different things that we want to abide by, um, the, the, the things like self-isolation, what might God be inviting us into in the midst of this? How is he inviting us to love our families, love our friends, love our neighbors even, even if we can't be in close proximity to them? Um, so that's just a few thoughts. But before I go into um, kind of the heart of this podcast, I want to reflect a little bit on what God might be up to on a grander scale with this whole COVID-19 crisis. Um, I think for one of the things I'm not claiming to, to have had this great vision from God or anything like that, but, but one of the things that I've been noticing is God's really been taking away, um, he's been kind of stripping away our idols. Um, an idol is essentially a good thing that becomes a God thing. It's anything that we would elevate or lift up above God. And um, what I've noticed in these last few uh, few weeks is that we, we can tend to put our security and our worth uh, even our trust in things like our finances, things like our jobs, things like our um, our success, um, things like our grades. But I don't know about you in these last few weeks, <laughs> all of those things have kind of proven that, that they are shaky, that they're not a firm foundation. Um, I don't know about, uh, I, I know that some of you watching this, you, you may have already experienced a layoff or you may, you may be facing one in the near future. Um, others of you, your 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 school was canceled, um, or your grades no longer matter because this semester has turned into pass fail. And so, if if you're placing your worth in your grades, this semester um, is going to be different. Um, but the reality is, we can tend to put our worth and our security in so many things apart from God. But I think in this season, what He's asking us to do is say, what is truly important. Where do you truly find your worth? Do you find it in me or do you find it in other things? Um, one, of the, uh, one of the really interesting conversations that I've noticed these days, um, and, and it's what, what, what fascinates me is how different areas of the world are answering this question differently. Um, but governments are asking the question, what is an essential business? Um, what is essential versus what is non-essential? And I don't know about you and where you're from, but I'm from Alberta. And Alberta just released their list of essential businesses, I think, on Friday. Or I think um, a few days ago, they, they finalized their list of essential versus non-essential businesses. And, um, and I think, um, and again, the purpose of that is that anything that is considered non-essential is closed so that people can stay home and self-isolate if they need to. But um, as I was thinking about that, it made me think... For us as followers of Jesus, we need to be asking that same question of the government that the government's asking for us. What is essential versus non-essential business? This is the time for us to really reflect on what is essential to us versus what is non-essential. What might God be inviting us into in this season that, um, first of all, we may not have time for in other seasons. And... Second of all, what are some of the things he may be inviting us into that he's in, been inviting us into for a while, and now we're finally given a window of opportunity to, um, to make some decisions? Maybe there's some non-essential things in our life that we need to cut off uh, so that we can focus more on the essential things. Um, I want to share one more thing about, uh, about this crisis um, before I jump into why I'm doing this podcast and why I'm doing it now. Um, but that's, uh, I was reading Psalm 96 
this week. I've been spending a lot of time in the Psalms, and I really want to encourage you, um, just first off, spend some time in the book of Psalms in this season. It really helps give language to a lot of what's going on. It helps put prayers in our hearts that, um, yeah, that I wouldn't necessarily be able to put these words in my own heart. And it's amazing how relevant and how raw and how real some of these prayers are. So if you're kind of wondering where should I be praying or where should I be in the scriptures these days, I really encourage you to check out the Psalms. Uh, but anyways, I was in uh, Psalm 96 uh, the other day and uh, I'm just going to read a bit of it. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name, tell of his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. So what stood out to me as I was reading that was verse uh, 5. I'm going to read verse 5 again. It says, All the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Um, I think that stood out to me so much because of what I was talking about earlier, that, um, that, that in this season of stripping away, idols are being revealed to us. Um, things that, again, we may be placing our worth, our value, our trust, our security in. We're seeing that those things... Are not going to satisfy us. Those things are not built on a firm foundation. Um, it says this, the, the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. I think this season that's becoming very clear that we, the, 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 the one thing that we have to hold on to is the Lord, his splendor, his majesty, his strength, his beauty. Hmm. Uh, the psalm goes on to say, this is a little bit later, it says, Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is established. It shall never be moved. For he will judge his people with equity. That's the firm foundation that I think we're being invited to lean into in this season. And so uh, before I go on to why I'm doing this podcast, it might, it might be worthwhile for you to just take a second and just think about what, what are some of the things that I've been placing my security and my worth in. And, um, yeah, and asking Jesus, how can I find that in you in this season? If you need to press pause, go ahead and press pause. But I encourage you to ask that question of him. Um, so, yeah, again, so this podcast is called The Advance. Um, and as I was praying about and thinking about a name, um, one of the things that I'm convinced of is that there's never a point of arriving in our Christian walk. Uh, there's never a point where all of a sudden I figured it all out and I'm now at a good spot. Like in our Christian walk, we are always moving forward. We're always advancing. There's a passage in 2 Corinthians that says that we are being transformed into Christ's image from glory to glory. And what that tells me is that we're always moving forward. <laughs> that, um, that as we see Christ, as we dwell on Christ, as we see Christ, we become like him. And that it's a process that is ongoing. It's a process that's always happening. It doesn't just, um, we don't just stop becoming like Christ. If we posture ourselves to become like him, we're always able to grow. Uh, it tells me that, that by the time I turned 30, I hopefully am, am, have advanced from when I was 20. And my hope is that by the time I, I turn 70 or 80, by God's grace, that I will have continued to advance to that point. 
uh, that I'll continue to move forward in Christ and know him more and know him deeper. And um, so the name of this podcast is Advance because I think we're always being invited to advance. Um, but I wanted to specifically focus advancing on becoming like Christ. So uh, the subtitle of this is Moving Ourselves Towards Christ-like Maturity. And I was really intentional with all of those words because um, I, uh, I, I said moving ourselves because I think it's important that we realize that advancing is both our work and it's God's work. Uh, there's a lot that's said about um, abiding in Christ. The, the, the scriptures talk a lot about resting in Christ, receiving from Christ. Um, they talk a lot about uh, different stories, talk about Christ doing a transforming work in us, being changed from the inside out. But there's also a lot of passages that talk about, um, about becoming like Christ by how we live our lives. Um, in uh, 1 Corinthians, Paul says, do, not, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. I discipline my body and I keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Um, and so we see a passage like that and we see, oh, the Christian life actually does take work. There is something in the Christian life that takes us doing something, participating is a word I like to use. Um, and, uh, and so you see passages like Matthew 11, 28, where Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. And then we see a passage like I just read. I beat my body. I make it my slave. I work hard. Um, is, are those things in conflict with one another? I don't think so. Uh, Dallas Willard is famous for saying, um, I, I think it was Dallas Willard anyways, he might have been quoting somebody else, but uh, he says, um, grace is not opposed to effort, it is opposed to earning. And what that tells me is that um, the Christian life isn't, isn't just um, God does all of this in us without us actually having anything to do with it. It tells me that grace is receiving from God that's, the, that's, that's that it's not about earning. It's about receiving what God has done for us so that we can become like Christ by how we live our life. Um, and so I don't think they're in conflict with one another, these two ideas about, um, about uh, abiding in Christ, receiving from Him, being transformed by Him, but also that it takes work, that it takes effort, that we need to posture and participate with God. Uh, what I love about the image that Jesus gives us in the verse I quoted in Matthew 11, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Um, if you know anything about a yoke, a yoke was what, um, what was used to haul a heavy load. And so what would happen is you would have two oxen and you would put the yoke between the two oxen and then you would attach the load to the yoke. And so what it did is the yoke would, would take the strength of the ox and then the strength of itself and it would allow this heavy load to be moved. And so by using the image of a yoke, Jesus is inferring that the Christian walk, life with him, is going to be some work. But, but how are we finding strength in the midst of that? How are we finding life in the midst of that? It's through Christ. Through coming to him when we're weary and heavy burdened. Um, and receiving from him and learning from him. 
And so that's why I named the podcast what I did, the advance, moving forward, uh, realizing that we, we do have a part to play in, in our Christ-likeness, in our walk with God. Um, but the, the final question that I want to address um, is why now? Why am I releasing this podcast now? We're in this crisis time. There's so much work to do. Um, I have a lot of different things that I could be spending my time doing. Uh, but I really felt like this is something really important that's really worth my time because um, one of the uh, dangers that this season presents us is that this will actually feed into something that has been called consumer Christianity. Now, um, I listened to a guy named Sky Jathani, and he, he's been talking a lot recently about the danger of the church live streams and they're such an incredible gift. I love that we are able to, to do them. I love that we are able to, um, to serve our church body by continuing to, to stream our Sunday morning services and stream our events and things like this. But he said there's a danger in this because we already struggle with something called consumer Christianity, which is that whole, the whole idea that when we come to church, we just come to consume. Um, there's a, a video on YouTube recently uh, it was a satire, but it was like church hunters. I don't know if you've seen the show House Hunters. Somebody was doing a satire on church hunters. And the whole premise of that video is how do you, how do I get out of, how do I find the perfect church that feeds me exactly what I need? They don't ever say anything that offends me. I don't have to do anything or ever feel uncomfortable when I'm at church, etc., etc., etc. I think that satire got to the heart of consumer Christianity better than um, most things. But uh, the reality is, yeah, we live in a world where church has become synonymous with first off a building and uh, second off a, a service, like a Sunday morning service. And um, the reality is, and what I want to help us understand is that when we gather together on a Sunday morning, if it's digital or if it's in person, um, the question isn't what can I get from this gathering? The question should be, what can I give to this gathering? How can I participate with the people that I'm with? How can I participate with God through His Spirit in, um, in worshiping Him, in drawing deep in my relationship with Him? Uh, the way that I, I want us to see Sunday morning is that Sunday mornings are not a, uh, they're not like a disruption in our week where we just come to get filled up. Uh, it's important to get filled up, but Sunday morning should be how we should be worshiping the same way on a Sunday morning that we're worshiping the rest of the week. We should be receiving from the pastor and his sermon in the same way that we're receiving from the word throughout the rest of the week. Um, we should be practicing our spiritual gifts when we gather together. We should be living in... Um, and, and drawing deep in our relationships with one another. We should be finding reconciliation together, all of these things. Um, so do you see the difference between just consuming a service versus participating in what God's doing? Um, but what does it look like to actually live a life where Sunday morning is an expression of the rest of our lives, not the other way around? Um, it, like I said at the beginning, or like I was saying earlier, it takes work it takes participation but ultimately it takes posturing ourselves before God um, we're going to talk a lot about something called the rule of life or um, they've been called spiritual disciplines or spiritual practices um, I think the way that we 
find a rhythm and find life with God is is through uh, yeah it's through these spiritual disciplines it's through practices and again um, the idea of, uh, of a trellis is something that's been used to talk about these things um, a trellis being a uh, when you're growing a plant uh, certain types of plants that would grow up it's simply just um, a couple pieces of wood that go up into the air and connect at the top and there's pieces of wood in between connecting it and um, and what happens is the plants kind of grow in and around and up and so the trellis is is actually just postured there so that life can grow around it um, spiritual discipline spiritual practices rule of life rhythm of life whatever you want to call it is simply a trellis it's simply a way of living our lives posturing our lives so that we can grow in our walk with God um, but what I find is that um, we can live off of the spirituality of our pastors and our leaders. We can live off of their walk with God. But God's inviting each one of us into our own walk with Him. Uh, in some ways, what I hope with this podcast is that I would work myself out of a job <laughs> because the, the people watching it that are part of my congregation are, are growing so much on their own. They're learning so much on their own. They're communing so deeply with Him. And, um, and my hope is that we might put some of these things into practice and just see more leaders rising up, more people sure of themselves, sure of their gifts, able to understand the scriptures, able to understand how God speaks, all of these things. And, uh, and so, yeah, I don't have too much more to say on this first podcast. Um, just that I'm really excited for this journey. Um, during COVID-19, we're going to focus a lot on spiritual practices of prayer, scripture, and worship. And the reason for that is because these practices are, are fostered, usually they're fostered either with a smaller community or on our own. Uh, worship kind of being the exception, but I've got some cool ideas to talk about how we foster a life of worship, even when we're not able to have corporate large worship gatherings. Um, but anyways, uh, during this COVID-19 response, yeah, we're going to take some time to, uh, to focus in on those three. And once life returns back to whatever, being able to get together <laughs> uh, again, then I want to focus more on practices that are communal, things like hospitality, things like um, interruptibility, uh, things like that, where, where we look at how, how our life together forms us into who Christ is inviting us into. And uh, not only that, but makes an impact on our, our friends and our neighbors. And so, yeah, like I said, we're going to have people, uh, I'm going to have friends that I'm interviewing regularly. Uh, I'm going to share from my own experiences and from the word. And uh, my hope and prayer is that as you watch this, that you put some of these in place in your life and you, you start to really um, grow in your walk with God. And, and, and my encouragement to you isn't to, to put all the things into place at once. Like I'm hoping to release two to three of these a week for the next little bit. Um, and it's not that you need to start doing this and that and this and that. Like, don't don't feel that. That's not at all what my hope is. My hope is that you might take one or two of these things and really discipline yourself to do those things well and foster that into your life now. And then from there, when that becomes rhythm and habit, then you maybe introduce something new or something different. And I'm, my hope is that in bringing friends along this journey with me, um, people of all sorts of different personality types or areas of growth like I know for for someone who's an extrovert my spiritual walk looks very different than someone who is uh, an introvert 
Um, and so my hope is that as we look at different spiritual practices, we look at them from, from angles where anyone can participate in them. Um, but some practices aren't for everyone. And, and so there might be certain expressions of a practice that would work really well for one person, but for another one, it might look totally different. And so my hope is that each person, depending on how God made you, there'll be ways that you can live this out in practical ways. And, um, the other thing that, that I wanted to mention before I wrap up is, um, and my other hope for this is to be super practical. Um, my hope each week is to have something really tangible for you to, to practice. Um, it'll be everything from like uh, highlighting the Bible. So one of the, one of the practices I'm going to talk about is, in study is like highlighting. So those of you that are seeing on video can see like all these different colors. Um, this is a way that I study the Bible is just as I go through the Bible, I underline and write. So I'm going to give you really practical tools like what do I do when I'm reading the Bible like that? What am I thinking about? How does it work? Why do I do that? Um, and I'm looking forward to, to hearing about how others of you might try that out. Um, and so each week, each sorry, each podcast, I'm going to have something really practical for you to, to do if you'd like. And the hope is that, yeah, again, as you put it in practice, you, uh, you grow into Christ-likeness. Um, so yeah, before we go, I do have one question or two questions that I want you to think about. And uh, just take some time praying about these two questions. And um, let me pray for you before I ask them. And then that'll be it for today. So God, I just thank you for everyone who's listening or watching. I just pray a blessing on them in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that you promised to give us a spirit of, um, of sonship adoption in you and that that drives out all fear in our life god this this crisis has caused an a pandemic of fear and anxiety and worry but jesus you're the antidote to that so i just pray that you'd be revealing yourself to my brothers and sisters in this season and they would receive from you what they need to walk out uh, in peace and in joy and in hope I just pray that as we talk about spiritual disciplines and spiritual practices, um, God, that they wouldn't become a burden, but they would become a, something that's life-giving. Hmm. And Lord, even now as uh, I ask these questions, I just pray that your spirit would be speaking and that you'd be uh, helping us to engage and to lean into you in the midst of this season. In Jesus' name. Here's the questions I'd love you to think about. What may God be inviting you into in this season? What may God be inviting you into in this season? And the second question is, when you think of advancing, who do you see yourself becoming? When you think of advancing, who do you see yourself becoming? So yeah, take some time, think about those questions. And uh, yeah, I look forward to going along this journey.